Hi there. Welcome to another episode of A Thousand Wise. I'm Huang Rei. In almost every culture, there exists a flood myth. The biblical story features Noah building an ark to save living creatures from the impending deluge. In Greek mythology, Prometheus' son Deucalion escaped a great flood by riding an ark to save humanity. Similarly, in China, there is also a well-known flood myth that's been told for centuries. The story, however, has nothing to do with redemption or the genesis of a new world, but rather how the ancient Chinese utilized their wisdom to better coexist with the nature. This is the legend of Yu the Great. The legend goes like this. Long, long ago, under the rule of the legendary Emperor Yao, a great flood plagued the ancient Chinese heartland. Both the Yellow River and the Yangtze River overflowed. Rising waters submerged villages and farmland, leaving people homeless and starving. In this dire situation, Emperor Yao appointed a man named Gun to tame the flood. The ambitious man decided to build dikes and dams to block the great flood. To make sure the dams were sturdy enough, Gwen even ventured to steal from the heavenly god a magic soil that could absorb water and expand endlessly. His efforts, however, proved to be a failure. As years passed, the flood waters kept roaring over the land, ravaging towns and villages. Gwen ended up getting punished, and the seeming mission impossible was inherited by his son, Yu. A clever and diligent man, Yu took a completely different approach. Instead of trying to barricade the flood, the young man proposed to construct drainage and irrigation systems. He called upon the people to create channels through mountains and build waterways to irrigate the farmlands. In this way, the once destructive flooding was transformed into a blessing to the people. After more than a decade of hard work, the Great Flood was finally controlled by Yu, who had since won his people's respect and later was credited with founding China's first dynasty, the Xia Dynasty. Why did Yu succeed? Yet his father Gwen failed. From this story, the ancient Chinese learned from early on that nature could neither be tamed or conquered, but utilized and protected. The wisdom of Yu the Great has since been passed down through history to the present. If you travel to southwest China's Sichuan Province today, one great site to visit. Is a Dujiangyan irrigation system located on the Chengdu Plain. It's listed a UNESCO World Heritage Site for its ecological engineering feat, its architectural wonder, and awe-inspiring natural scenery. Dujiangyan's design is yet another manifestation of ancient Chinese wisdom. During China's Warring States period, around the fourth and third century BC, 
people living on the Chengdu Plain suffered from annual floods. Melting snow rushed from surrounding mountains and brought silt into the nearby Mingjiang River, causing severe flooding in the entire region. After closely studying the complex local topography, the regional governor at the time, Li Bin, rolled out an unprecedented plan, namely, to channel and divide the overflowing river instead of damming it. First. An artificial levee was built to divide the Mingjiang River into inner and outer canals. The once turbulent, swirling flow was thus slowed and drained. Next up, to solve the silting problem, a weir was built at the end of the levee, where the two streams meet again. In this way, the silt and sediment could be collected, whereas the excess water simply drained away. To better utilize water, a channel was cut through the mountain, allowing a portion of the inner river to flow into the Chengdu Plain and irrigate the once dry land. Voila! With the whole Dujiangyang irrigation system was in place, the floods were contained. The waterway could stay open. Moreover, the once excessive waters could be diverted to irrigate the farmlands. And feed hundreds and thousands of people. Thanks to the Dujiangyan system, which is still working perfectly today, Sichuan Province is deemed one of the most productive agricultural regions in China. As the old saying goes, which asks people to adopt methods appropriate to the situation in order to seize the advantage. Chinese people believe in taking advantage of nature instead of conquering it. Today, when we seek to solve water crisis while fighting climate change, we simply keep applying our ancestors' old wisdom in new ways. One recent example is the building of sponge cities, which use innovative ways to capture rainwater for later use and keep floods at bay. In a sponge city, roofs are covered in grass, and roads are porous, so that water can be retained and recycled. A smart drainage system further collects and purifies any contaminated water, supplying clean water to households, and directing recycled water to irrigate gardens and parks. It's as if the whole city is transformed into a huge sponge. Absorbing the excess water and saving it for sustainable use. This is another example of taking advantage of nature instead of trying to conquer it, wouldn't you say? Is there a flood myth in your culture? What's your take of the wisdom of Yu the Great? Please leave a message below to share with us. I'm Huang Rei. And special thanks to my 1,000YT member Wang Chen, who contributed to the writing and producing of this episode. I'll see you next time. Bye for now.